0: What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday. Um, It feels like Monday. This weekend was absolutely insane, Um, filled with some super highs and some super lows, some terrible weather, and some controversy. So here it goes. I'm going to start with a brief update on on my weekend, right? Uh, A handful of old college friends and guys I used to work with for years. Um, Every year, we try to get together a bit couple of cabins they own up in Island Park, Idaho, which is like right on the border of Wyoming, I think. I think it's, like, not too far from, like, I guess the Jackson Hole, Wyoming area, if you don't know, like, southeast Idaho. That's close, right? So we went up there, had an awesome time. Um, the plan was to stay the night at my buddy's house for the Super Bowl, um, watch the game, and then stay the night and then leave early. Well, during my halftime, when the controversy, which we'll get to, um was going on there was like a winter warning saying like terrible road conditions do not leave your house if you don't have to uh if you don't have food storage you're in trouble and we're like oh geez okay so if it's gonna be bad tonight it's gonna be worse tomorrow let's so me and one of my friends who lives in salt lake we're like let's leave tonight it's about a three and a half hour drive from where we were at, to Salt Lake City, where my friend lives. I was gonna crash at his place and then drive the rest of the way in the morning. Long story short, uh, it took us about seven hours to get to get there. Uh, he and I pulled over and helped the dude that flipped his car in an embankment. Nobody was there yet. We helped, and he was okay. Called the cops. They were coming, so we left. It was freezing. For about an hour, I was going, like, 17 to 19 miles an hour with, like, two and a half feet of clearance in front of me from, like, the craziest windstorm I've ever seen in my life. The snow—it was just unreal. Um, so that was exciting. Um, next day, I finished the rest of the drive from Salt Lake to Southern California. Usually, it's about a nine-hour drive. It took us about ten, ten and a half. The roads were pretty bad the first couple of hours of the day, but after we got out of North Utah, we were we were pretty good. So, um, before I get to the controversy. Uh, the Niners lost. Wasn't happy about it. Still a little bit bummed. Um, I definitely feel like there was, some um, pretty significant no calls. Um, but you know what? Uh, in the, in the, in the sake of good sportsmanship, I'm just going to look past those and say that we got out coached, you know, we kind of played ourselves. I don't know why we didn't call any timeouts, but that's, that's that, uh, on next year. Uh, anyways, This is what I'm going to say about the halftime show, okay? Um, Before I get into my personal opinion about the halftime show, I would like to share um, a a tweet from one of my favorite human beings of all time. Like, legit. um, I thought about this, and I feel like I haven't had any explicit podcasts yet. And I kind of feel like this episode deserves one. Uh, the little explicit badge next to it, you know. Um, but I'm still on the fence. If I let a few words slip, they won't be the worst words you've ever heard, but they'll definitely you'll you'll feel it because they're they're accurately used. One of my favorite people in the world is Tim Kennedy. If you don't know who Tim Kennedy is, he's Green Beret, Special Forces, former MMA fighter, still. Trains like an absolute savage. He's special forces. Uh, he's been deployed multiple times. Still active duty. Um, he's a social uh, media influencer. Probably one of my favorite people. Not an influencer in the sense of you know he can be bought off to sell a ten dollar toy for his kids and get paid for and tell everyone how much he loves it and never use it again. Um, but in the sense that he really does influence people and inspire people. He posted something. Um, I believe it was yesterday. I'm just going to read it verbatim, okay? Because I share his exact same sentiment. However, it's not exactly the same space of controversy that I'm um, that I'm that I'm on, right? He says, as a father of three daughters, yesterday's halftime Super Bowl performance scratched a nerve, a nerve of hypocrisy. I don't want my daughters to be objectified, but I also don't want them. uh, Let's see here. But I also want them to be to feel free. Sorry. To be able to do whatever they want to include being sexy in an era of the pause in an era of the whatever they you know what i can't read it right now uh i'm not gonna lie i'm actually driving so i shouldn't even be reading this but he says in the era of the me too movement uh how can we stand by and not take a stance when there's a damn stripper pole in the living room of every american household meaning on the super bowl show the stripper pole, right he says, I'm not saying Shakira and Jennifer Lopez did not look beautiful. They did. I'm not saying they don't have the right to dress they want the way they want. They do. Uh, I'm not saying that they were not great entertainers, which they are. I'm just questioning the impact this has on young men, and, uh, young women and young men in our country. Um, and his, his point is accurate, okay? He brought up the Me Too bo- movement, which is the first thing that came to mind during the Super Bowl. It didn't make me uncomfortable. I'll, I'll start there. I wasn't uncomfortable with the Super Bowl. There was a couple of people who were close friends of mine uh, whose spouses were clearly uncomfortable, uh, and, I, and I understand. I mean, there was children there. My kids were downstairs playing, but their kids, were a little bit older, they were uh, they were bugged. Okay, and again, I, I I understand where they're coming from. I do. I, I totally respect that, and I understand it. However, I wasn't personally that uncomfortable. Okay, uh, their outfits. I've seen a lot worse at the beach. Uh, and I'll go as far to say that the people who usually wear worse outfits than that at the beach are the few people who should not be wearing those outfits at all. Uh, they don't look good on them usually. Shakira and J-Lo look incredible. Uh, I saw a meme yesterday that said, Latinas be like I'm 104 years old. And it was a picture of J-Lo at the halftime show. It's totally true. Um, they still look super young and in their in their prime, which good for them, right? So that that's... That's how I'll start that part of the equation, okay? Um, Again, I was not uncomfortable. I was confused because for two reasons. Number one, I feel like 2015, 2016, 17, 18, and 19 has been a year full of complete bitches. And when I say complete bitches, I'm talking about people who are offended by everything. They're literally looking for reasons to be offended, okay? Um, again, Tim Kennedy, his thoughts and mine, not, not a bitch move. Completely understand the sentiment he's coming from. I share the exact same sentiment. The, the, the bitch move comes from the same people who are offended by the Super Bowl are the exact same people Who are complaining about everybody being offended by everything? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, so many people on my Facebook post are, I can't believe this. So many people on Facebook feed and Instagram are like, I can't believe they would do this. This is terrible. Many of them are my my most conservative friends, okay? Uh, Some moderate, some whatever. Political political affiliation aside, a lot of these people are, are very offended. And I'm like, you know what? 2004, Janet Jackson showed her entire breast, you know. Um, Madonna and Britney Spears have kissed in the halftime show. Um, there's been a lot of controversy in halftime shows. Last year, Adam Levine was not wearing any clothes at all other than a pair of leggings, okay. There wasn't a single mother who was complaining last, night, last year during the halftime show when Adam, Adam Levine was gyrating his guitar with no shirt on, sweating profusely breathing heavy, right? These moms were, ooh, Adam Levine, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Right? But then this year, I'm appalled. I'm offended. Okay, look. You have every right to be offended. That's your that's your right. But you don't get to be offended when things that offend that when you find offensive and then when other people get offended by things, you judge them and say, We're in eleven and a period where everyone's offended by everything and then you go out and get offended by a halftime show. That's called hypocrisy, okay? Um, On the same token, I'll share this. There's two sides of the token here. They both are hypocritical. The other one is the Me Too movement, feminism, okay? Women should be respected 1,000%. 1,000%. Women should be respected 1,000%, both by themselves, by their peers, by co-workers, by by their neighbors, by their community, by their fans, by men specifically. As men, I feel like, as gentlemen, uh, I feel like we have the duty to hold women at the highest standard, even when sometimes... they may not hold themselves to the highest standards in the sense of their self-esteem and self-confidence, okay? Like, men need to, to put women on a pedestal and treat them the way they should be treated. That's my personal opinion. Now, having said that, it's weird to me when the same women who are activists for feminism applaud the freedom of women to perform the half- halftime show the way they did which clearly they are objectifying themselves. It's ironic to me that we can be upset that men make women a sex symbol and that men view women in a a certain way, okay? But the way that men should not be looking at women is the exact same way that women are objectifying themselves as sex symbols, as sexual beings, okay? Again, I'm not opposed to the halftime show the way that it was done, that is fine. I'm, I, I, I'm not bothered by it. What I am bothered by is I feel like we're in a weird place where it's, okay, Me Too movement, the Super Bowl is the largest human trafficking event in the world, according to every expert who understands child sex trafficking. Um, and in the midst of, of, of this, we have stripper poles, twerking, uh, crotch grabs, and uh, G-strings uh, at the halftime show. That is a problem to me. I don't understand that, how we can Pretend to be self-aware, but then make such a stupid choice in how we do the halftime show. Uh, It didn't make sense to me. It made me uncomfortable in that sense. Um, It made me confused in that sense, I'll say. Um, It's weird to me. It really is. And like I said, the Me Too movement, that's a real thing, okay? People were sexually abused. They are sexually harassed. They have been raped uh, they've been taken advantage of, um, that's a real thing. I am not discounting that, but when JLo shouts out on social media to tens of millions of followers and does interviews and discusses the mutual movement and the need to, you know, not objectify women and that women are more than this. And then she goes out and does the halftime show the way that she did. I'm sorry, but that's like saying that that's like me as a man, saying that men are not just masculine creatures that are designed to protect and train for war and fight in cages, and we're more than that. We're, we're sensitive. We're, we're protectors. We can, we can milk our young, right? Like, we are not just violent animals. And then after that, I do the halftime show, or I live my life, and I'm eating raw meat, Wearing nothing but an American flag boxers and bullets across my chest, um, and and you know, looking like an absolute savage. Like I don't get to do that. I go I don't get to paint a picture of myself and then do the opposite of what I say I am not. And that's what is happening right now. It's weird to me. It's truly truly weird to me. I'm confused, as a, as a 34-year-old male, I'm confused at what I should do. Um, should I sit back and, and, and let things take their toll and do nothing? Should I be an activist myself? Should I encourage, I mean, what do I do? Truly confused. Again, I'm not offended. I'm I'm probably one of the few people that is not offended about this. Well, not the few. There's millions. The majority, like I said, the majority of people are offended are the same people that tell everyone else that everyone's offended by everything, and then they go and get offended by a halftime show, which, again, two sides of the token here. The hypocrites who are offended by everything telling everyone not to be offended, and then you've got the women's rights activists and the Me Too movement saying that women shouldn't be objectified and, and looked, on, looked upon as sexual beings, and then the halftime show does explicitly that. I almost, when I was getting ready this morning, I was thinking about this podcast episode, and I apologize for the recordings. Uh, I'm working on getting a couple of things together for better audio. Uh, I, may, I'm, I had to do this one in my car on my way to work, because with being gone for a couple of days, an extra day than I wanted to, I was swamped with work. I have a ton to do today, so I've got to get this one out. But I wanted to name the title of this one. If you know the Steve Miller band? Um, you know this song Stuck in the Middle with You? Clowns on the left Me, jokers the right. Here I am stuck in the middle with you. Right? The name of this podcast I wanted to do, uh, Hypocrites to the Left of Me, Assholes on the Right, Here I Am Stuck in the Middle with You. That's how I feel. I, that's how I feel. I'm like, I feel like I'm caught in like a like a Chevy Chase movie from the 90s where I'm in, like, an upside-down world full of complete morons, hypocrites, liars, and assholes. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of everyone complaining all the freaking time. It's exhausting. If you're offended, please shut the hell up. Please shut the hell up. Because the next time you get the ability to call someone out for being offended, you're going to do it. Well, perhaps you shouldn't be offended at all because it wasn't pointed at you it wasn't done to you it was not intentionally offensive it was not intentionally directed at you you're choosing to be offended stop for the love of god and everything holy stop being offended by anything take control of your effing emotions and realize that yeah what did, like my thought after the niners game i was like man that really sucks and then I ask myself a simple question. Does this negatively impact anything in my life? Does it harm me in any way? No. Then get over it. If you're offended by the Super Bowl halftime show, if you're offended by anything in your entire life, somebody said something to you and it made you self-conscious, it hurt your feelings. Ask yourself: does that really affect you? Does it negatively affect your life in any way, shape, or form. I'll bet you $100 it doesn't. Move on. Just stop. Again, I'm truthfully sick to my core about how gross we are. I do not get offended. I've had some terrible things said to me. I've had some really crappy things directed at me. And I'm like, man, that sucks. But you know what? I still have a job. I still have friends. I still have a uh, 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 still a husband. I still have my three kids. I still have a house. Like, I I I love my life. I'm not completely bald yet. Uh, I I I have a lot of good things going for me at 34 years old. Like, why do we let stupid things offend us all the time, affect us? It's just crazy to me. Again. Stop being offended by things that have nothing to do with you. The halftime show. I'm upset because my 7-year-old came in the room to fill his plate with more chips and he saw J-Lo gyrated. Like, okay. Update, lady. Your kid goes to a public school. He's going to see things in his life. Probably in the next year or two if he hasn't already. Secondly, have you ever taken your child to the beach? Well, yeah. Cool. The girls wearing their thong bikinis and oiling themselves up the other day, yeah, yeah, that was more offensive than, than this. And that was, that was more eye-opening to him than watching some 54-year-old lady during the Super Bowl when he probably wasn't even paying attention. You're, you're getting offended for him. It's just enough, dude. I'm sick of it. This is America. We are so, so, so much better than this is getting offended by everything. I'm so tired of it. Whether it be politics, whether it be entertainment, whether it be social media, whether it be some random person at our church or our kid's school or whatever. Stop looking for reasons to be offended so you can jump on the offended bandwagon. It's stupid. To be frank, I'm sick of hearing about it. I don't give a damn if you're offended by anything. I do not. I really don't. Am I sorry that you're offended? I'm not sorry you're offended. I'm sorry that you're that weak-minded. Stop letting things that don't matter affect you. Take control of your emotions. That's, that's what this is about. That's what being offended is, is you're letting somebody else take control of your emotions. And the, the craziest part is that a lot of the times that we get offended, we're offended by people or things that do not even know we exist j doesn't know that Sally, Jesse, Raphael is offended by her. j and Shakira don't know that, you know, Stephanie so-and-so and Sarah so-and-so, who they've never met, heard of, or seen, are offended by them. But these people are offended by them. Why? They don't care about your, that you're offended. They don't know you. Like why, like, why are you being offended by this? It was not directed at you. And the end of the day, you can be disturbed, you can be bothered, you can be this, that, and the other. Be a lot of things, but do not be offended. Taking offense to something is you choosing to make something a bigger deal than it is. And more than that, it's you choosing to carry that thing with you, that extra baggage with you. It's not worth it. It is truly not worth it. It's just not. I hold grudges. There's a couple of things in my life that have happened that still bother me to this day, and they might always, unless I can man up and let go of them. But I'm not offended by them. One of them, I won't go into it, but neither in neither scenario would I say I'm offended. To be offended by the Super Bowl halftime show, to be offended by these things, take a step back and realize that it's not about you. It's just not. Again, it was confusing i was i was i was confused as to why that would be the halftime show why why would why would they make that the halftime show J lo and shakira are phenomenal performers and i looked at it in a a marketing way right i mean why do you think the jacksonville jaguars and all these teams are playing in mexico every year two three games a season filling up soccer stadiums in mexico it's because the NFL is trying to reach an NFL, uh, a, a Latin audience. Absolutely. It's, it's a business move for them, right? The other thing is this. The people who are offended about Shakira and J-Lo's dancing and their outfits and the, their, the, the, the music, you've never, ever been to a third world or a Latin country. To them, that was another day in the office. It was, I lived in the Dominican Republic for two years. Latin people are very, very open about sexuality. Uh, their dancing is very, very provocative, not in the sense of rap video twerking provocative, but in the moves, The, 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 the it just is. So to Shakira and JLo, they did what they've been doing for decades this isn't new. If you've ever watched one of their music videos, if you've ever seen um, somebody share one of the music videos on social media, if you've ever seen J-Lo uh, do anything on American Idol, she's a very sexual human being. But in 2020, during the halftime show, that's when you're choosing to, to highlight it. I'll be honest. I liked J-Lo best when she was Selena. Selena's a great movie. Don't at me. But nonetheless, it's not, it's, 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 it's crazy that she's been around for 30 years and we're just now recognizing, a, I mean, she was a backup dancer on and live in color. She dressed half naked during those episodes as a dancer. And in 2020, after she's been in the spotlight for 30 plus years, you're just now recognizing that she was a sexual being and you're offended by it. Like, that's just insanity, man. Where the hell have you been? Stop getting offended by things that aren't meant to offend you. It's just, it's, it's tiresome. Nonetheless, it's Tuesday. A lot of great things happening. Big things happening. Incredible things happening. It's a good year. It's February. Pucks to Tony Phil, that rat bastard, didn't see his shadow, so that means we'll have an earlier sprint, which is great for the people who live in the frozen tundra. If you live in California, it's just another day. 75 degrees. goes up to 80 because of tugs of Tony Phil's punk ass. Um, yeah. Groundhog's Day, Super Bowl, controversy, hypocrites. Wouldn't be America without it. Have a good day. Have a great day. Be fearless. Be positive. Be happy. Make your goals. Stick to your goals fail, get up, start over, keep doing it, you've got this, you're better than this, you can do great things, you just have to make the decision to do it, and don't let anyone else or anything else get in your way, it's, here's something I truly believe, and I'll end on this note, everything that you want to do in your life, everything that you, every goal you have, every challenge you have. You know exactly what you need to do to accomplish that task or that goal. What it comes down to is, are you willing to do it? Are you willing to go through the discomfort and make the sacrifices necessary to do it? Or would you rather just say, ah, I'm currently pursuing this goal, when the truth is, you could have already had this goal if you would have just stopped doing these two foolish things or done this a little bit better. You could be there. If you're going to lose 25 pounds and it's taken you a lot longer than you want it to, I can tell you exactly what your problem is and so can you. Is that you still snake foods, you still eat after hours, you still eat the desserts, you still do these things, not all the time, but you do, right? It comes down, I'm not not shaming you, that's uh, that's a personal statement from me. My wife uh, makes cookies every single day, she's a baker. She has a cookie shop downtown Rutland's now called The Cookie Corner. And she's always experimenting, making new recipes. Like, it's impossible to get away from this. I've just given up. Decided I'll start going to the gym instead of not going to the gym and eating cookies. At least I'm trying to find some balance. But it's like, that's just an excuse. It really just comes down to self-discipline. There's nothing in the world that I want to do that I don't know how to do it. Same to you. Just take control of your life. Stop making excuses and just be the person that you know you can be, the person that you have the potential to be, the person that your spirit is calling out for you to be. Just be that person. Try it. Have a good day. Do something great. Smile, laugh. Don't be offended. Adios.